0: Hey guys, most of you know that I'm one of the founders here at the Motherhood Anthology membership along with Jenny and Allison, but I want to let you know that I'm also one of the co-owners of Indie Print Co. And at Indie, we say that we're on a mission to revive the art of printing by means of beautifully crafted heirloom albums and fine art prints. Now through February the 7th, Indie is offering our studio sample sale. That means 40% off of heirloom and fine art sample albums and 20% off of our fine art prints and our matted sample albums. You don't need a code. You just need to go on our site and set up an account. So just go to ndprintco.com and click on shop to see all the lovely products that we have there for you. Again, the sale will be offered until February the 7th. So head on over there today and check it out. Doesn't matter how long you've been in business, there's always room to grow and new things to learn. With that comes new questions to be asked. In the Motherhood Anthology community and membership, we get lots and lots of questions about all aspects of the photography business. That's one of my very favorite parts of the TMA community. If you have a question, someone has an answer. Welcome to the Motherhood Anthology podcast, photography education for a business you love. My name is Kim Box, and I'm your host with the collaboration and help of my co-host and business partners at the Motherhood Anthology, Jenny Krueger and Allison Craig. In a new monthly segment we're calling 10 and 10, the three of us sit down inside of our community group to answer 10 questions in about 10 minutes. Today on 10 and 10, the questions range from what's in your welcome box to tell me your top tips to fill your business calendar and much more. Now I present to you episode number five and part one of 10 and 10 on the motherhood anthology podcast. Hey everybody. So we Mm -hmm. wanted to start this new thing called 10 and 10. So today I pulled 10 questions from our community and our membership group. And I'm just gonna rapid fire these to Allison and Jenny. They don't know what's coming, so <laughs> it should be fun. But just 10, 10 random questions for my group in roughly 10 minutes. Okay, Jenny, question number one. How do you brand yourself in a way that attracts clients that want more than just digitals?
1: Ooh, okay, good question. I think the biggest thing, because I'm not a super like high-pressured sales, and I don't even do in-person sales anymore, though I did for many, many years, I think the biggest thing is infusing products into your brand from the very beginning. So that starts with, you know, sharing lots of beautiful product pictures, both on your website, on your social media, talking about products, even just talking about your images in a really specific way and like how important they are, how important they are to have, you know, up in your home, things like that to pass down, just kind of planting those seeds for clients to say Maybe I do need more than digitals for that, you
0: know? Allison, tell us about running a business from a different state. You recently made the move, for those that don't know, and how you manage that.
2: So I moved from Houston to Asheville, North Carolina last December and started flying back in January. So I basically take what I would have photographed in a month and I photograph it in a Monday through Friday. So While I'm there, it is go, go, go. I come home with a very sore back, Um, but it's been nice. I think that like you have this idea of how things are going to be and then you're actually like living them and it's different. So it is hard for me to like not be able to like film stuff in my studio for stories. And I have to be like, I have to like keep that in the back of my head when I am there so I can, you know do all the things all at once, but it really is just like consolidating the photography portion of the business down into just one week. So how many
0: sessions are you typically shooting in a week? it
2: depends. There? You know, sometimes that's a downside is that, you know, if someone gets like sick last minute and I'm already flying out, then it's just one less session. So, you know, on a month like that, sometimes five or six on Good months, um like eight in a week. It's like I get there Monday afternoon and leave usually like Friday afternoon. So timing, it's really like about four days of session time that's available. So got to squeeze you, it all in. Are you shooting in Asheville? I am. I just had clients from Houston fly out on Friday for a session. And so I did a session for them. I've had someone my my client move to. Tennessee. I don't remember what part. And so they drove out here and did like a family trip out here. So yes, I thought I was going to be building it up a lot quicker than I am, but really running a business from afar, especially like I have another photographer that works for me as well. It's a lot. Like I work every day here as well, just on like the back end part of it. So hopefully I will be doing more sessions here soon, but all outdoor, no studio, keeping it you know, it's pretty here. Everyone wants to be outside anyways. So that works. So are
0: you actively trying to build a business in Asheville? Or are you good with that being kind of your downtime? How are you looking? So at
2: if you count like tagging pictures with like Asheville hashtags and locations, then yes, like I am actively doing that. Am I changing my website to be like Asheville? All of that? No, I'm trying very hard to keep Houston the big, big space. And then allowing Asheville is really a destination city anyways. So allowing this to be like the destination for like, you know, my clients didn't know where to go on a family vacation. We'll just go to Asheville and get pictures done while you're there. I feel like it's easier for me to build that up that way.
0: So someone says, I'm moving to Ontario (laughs) this winter and I'm trying to book clients for February onward. I'm getting daily leads through advertising, but they all seem to be looking for a session now. Do you have any tools to incentivize them to book a few months in advance?
1: So I think one of the biggest problems with that is advertising to a place that you are not in yet. Like it's it's working a little too well. So like <laughs> your advertising is doing what it's supposed to. And like, if you were already there, you would probably be like super happy that you're getting these leads that are like, yes, I want to book. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just doesn't really work out for not having moved there yet. Right. Getting clients to book sessions further out. For me, the biggest thing was starting the membership, which is my version of a baby plan. Essentially like, yes, you're going to book a session now or book now for sessions further out, but you're committing to at least two to four sessions essentially over the next 18 months. And that has really like been the biggest thing to book out my future calendar. I think when you're moving, it's just kind of hard because again, your advertising is working clearly and that's great. But if you're not there to catch them, you know, the only thing you can really do then is try to offer them a session for when you will be there. Or I don't know where this person lives now, like how far away that is. Like we could be talking like 10 hours. We could be talking two hours. If it is a reasonable distance and you need or want the work now or want to, you know, start that relationship with that client that's like ready to book now, I would do whatever I could to to go there and do the session now.
0: How about like an an event? So maybe like a spring event, a motherhood event or something like that in the future.
1: Yeah. That's always good to, to get people in. I'm no longer shooting like mini sessions, small sessions, anything like that. We definitely teach how to do that. And like, it's, it can be really successful too.
2: I think also maybe just, I mean, it sounds like super basic, but just look at the ad copy and see what the wording is. Like if the ad copy is making them feel like there's available. Right now, then maybe change that and say, you know, are you due with a baby in 2023? Go ahead and start planning your maternity and newborn session now. That way, you're not, you know, paying for those clicks and getting those inquiries that just aren't suitable for what you're offering. Yeah.
0: So here's another one Um, I'm in my first year of business and I'm still trying to nail down my style. Any advice?
2: Oh man, we just <laughs> went over this. We just went over a lot lots of, this and in, lots of this in Blueprint. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that really finding what is authentic to you and you really come home from the session and you feel like you have gold in your camera versus coming home and being like, oh, I'm dreading editing that. Um, find out the similarities, like look at the sessions that you really love the most And start there because that really is going to be an eye opener for what makes your heart sing and what you absolutely love versus, you know, what you don't like. Like maybe you can very quickly figure out, you know, I don't like photographing seniors, or you know, I don't like weddings, or I really like when my when my pictures look like this. And you know that you can you should revisit that location again.
1: I've had people too. Like I give an assignment when I would have people come for in person workshops is to bring me printed out, like four by six, five by seven, whatever, your top 10 favorite images that you've ever taken. And then we lay them all out and go over what it is about each image that you love and what you want to repeat. And like, for most people, a lot of the problem is they know they love something, but they don't know the things to say X, Y, Z to repeat that image or tell a client to get the same kind of session or the same kind of image. So if you can print out your top 10 favorite images, put them all in front of you, figure out what they have in common, figure out what might be different about some or like what some have in common. These ones are different. You wish these three might have what these seven also have in common, like figure out what all those kind of puzzle pieces are and how you can repeat that. and then. The secret to doing that is, or to having that consistent work and consistent brand is like continually repeating those things. So first you have to figure out what those things are and that's different for everybody. It should be different for everybody and unique to you and then do them over and over again.
0: Question number six, I'd like to know what are your favorite go-to brands for mom and kid outfits for a family
2: session? Oh, okay. So let's start with kids. Yes. Zara. Yes. The
1: other Norley, it's not Riley and Crew, but it's another brand. Quincy yeah. May. Yes. I yeah. love that one. Jamie K is really good for like some soft, soft things, basic things, some florals. I would say those are like probably top. How about mom? My favorite for mom is usually Doan, Christy Dawn, which Christy Dawn I love because they have great florals and also inclusive sizing which is really awesome. Needle and thread is good. Beholding
2: is good. Free people, honestly, like free people used to be better. They used to be so good. And whoever is their buyer is not buying. Yeah. It's
1: just, um, I mean, my wardrobe probably 10 years ago when I first started it probably
2: was mostly free people. Yes.
1: And I could not tell you the last free people thing I have
2: purchased. There was a dress recently that I put on the style board and membership that was good but it's very few and far between.
0: Question number seven, burned out on free sessions, but I know a mom on Instagram and we talk a bit. She'd be a great model brand ambassador. Would you try asking her? Would you offer her for free as long as it's contracted and she shares it for however many times or however long? Or would you offer it for free or for like 50% off? How would you approach that?
1: Okay, so my questions to that would be back. Do you need the content? Like, what is the goal for you? Do you need the content? Do you really just want or feel like this mom would be really good at marketing for you? Do you want to do something different than like you're doing with your clients currently and feel like you can practice on her not being a paying client? Like, if any of those things are true, then I think, yes, you can make that work for you. I'm all for model calls, free sessions when you're trying to do any one of those things. If you don't need any of those things and you are okay, I would say don't just be offering free sessions for no reason. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to get something out of it, so like if say if, if if your thing is that the marketing, if you think she would be really good at helping you to market, then you could put stipulations on it. Like I'm offering you this this and this. We're going to do it this way. You have to do these three things. You have to do a blog post, you have to do X number of stories, X number of posts where you tag me, reviews, things like that. You could even give her a code like Allison and I have talked about this of not necessarily giving people things for free, but you know, make have somebody pay, but every time that you get a paid client from them, they would get that credit back or something like that so that you are working with a like small influencer or something like that that it only like you only are out the money or the time if they're not bringing you
0: clients basically so question number 8 in what position in google search for local keywords can you normally expect to start having regular inquiries coming from your website
2: i mean when i I think that whenever I switched everything over and I was like on page three, I started getting, you know, at least a couple a week. But I think to consistently get the majority of your, not majority, but like 50% of your inquiries from Google, I think you need to be on page one. Three starts it off, but to really get the bulk of your inquiries coming in, page one is a must. Yeah. And think of it
1: too, as like a consumer if you're Googling for a service or product, how far back are you going to click? I'm probably going to click at those first like half, the top half of page one. And if I don't find what I'm looking for in there, I might keep going. I might try like a different way, like start looking on Instagram. And so I think like we all know people's attention spans are not very long. And so you really want to be as up there as possibly you can.
0: Number nine, what do you each include in your client welcome
2: box? So we will do a trifold that goes over just like the framing options. It goes over studio wardrobe and like the sizes that we carry. It has a checklist of what moms shouldn't forget the day of the session it has uh, numbers to like hair and makeup artists and all of those things that they would need. And then we put in goodies. So over the years, that's been soap, a candle, nail polish, tea, a sugar stir. We put sometimes put in stuff for dads as well. We've got a cute little thing for them. So just, you know, we switch it up, but I mean, just think of yourself and like what you like getting, and then just put that in your box. So I mean, I think everybody can agree that like a good candle is lovely to to have
1: for the house. So mine have, again, a little prep guide similar to Allison's product catalog that goes over full pricing, full product options, pictures, things like that. Handwritten thank you notes, a couple business cards. I do a few goodies also. I have like handmade lavender soaps that I order like in bulk. I've done teethers for like newborn sessions. Little wooden cameras for like older kids, things like that. So similar, just all packaged cute.
0: So number 10, what would you say your top three best marketing tactics to fill your calendar?
2: Memberships.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, that's,
2: <laughs> that's number yeah.
0: one.
1: And like the beauty behind that is... You get one client, one inquiry, one booking that is up to like a few sessions from just that one. So like I could book, you know, three clients this month, send out three new invoices for like, Hey, you just found me. We've never worked together before. You're a new client, but they all book memberships. Like that's up to 12 sessions I just booked. And so like that, and, and they're spread out, you know, like nobody's doing their, up to four sessions all at once. (laughs) The closest there usually are is a maternity and then newborn, which is usually at least a month or two away. So that's been like the best to like really like fill out the calendar equally kind of year round. And then I think Allison and I would both say that like other marketing tools just to like get clients would be SEO. So like your website and Google rank And then it's important to like, not just think about like your Google rank, but your website, once they find you on Google has to be compelling and really strong in your brand, strong in your work to really like show them instantly, like why they should inquire with you and why they should hire you. And then social media, things like Instagram, obviously, (laughs) and things like that. And then locally, like networking and marketing, referrals, past clients, things like that is huge too.
0: Perfect. Ten, ten questions. Lots of good answers. So thank y'all. So this is a new thing, and I hope that we continue doing it. I think we will. And just to remind everybody, these questions came from our free community, which we hope that you all are all a part of, and from inside our membership. And make sure that you are um, on our wait list if you're not a part of our membership, right, guys? Mm -hmm. And so if you go to our brand new website and sign up, we will send you information when the doors open for that. Thank
1: y'all. Awesome, thank you guys. Bye.
0: Bye. I sure hope you found this 10 and 10 segment useful and that you were able to get some answers for a few questions that you might've had. I know for myself with two decades of experience in this industry, not a day goes by that I don't have questions about something. That's one thing I love about TMA and the community. Questions are encouraged and welcomed. You can find out all sorts of helpful information, free education, and much more at themotherhoodanthology.com. You can also find an amazing community of fellow motherhood photographers in our free community on Facebook at The Motherhood Anthology Community. This community is a wealth of knowledge and support, and we'd love to see you there. You can also connect with us at The Motherhood Anthology on Facebook and Instagram. Sign up today for our email list at themotherhoodanthology.com to hear all about educators, the latest offerings we have for you, and updates on our membership and when it will reopen first of the year. I love this quote from Clayton Christensen. Without a good question, a good answer has no place to go. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Motherhood Anthology podcast. From Ireland, see yours. Until next time, friends.